Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Wrestling. I'm Jamie. And I'm Mark. Oh, you don't have quite the enthusiasm that I do. Uh, you caught me a little <laughs> bit off guard. You went a little quicker than I expected, and I was about to take a sip of my coffee. I figured I had like another eight seconds before I had to say something. But This is great, though, because he yelled at me because I opened I up some- yell. I opened oh, He doesn't yell at me. He got upset with me because I opened up a pack of gummies. <laughs> Just no. some straight up Welch's gummies. No, no, no I, they're not my kids. I snacks. look over. I look over at Jamie and I say, "Hey, you're ready to record." And she looks over at me and she with a mouthful of chewed up grape gummies. Uh huh. Did I have a mouthful of gummies of when not. I did this lovely intro? Of no? course not. No. All right. Well, at any rate, thank you for joining us, and we are going to be covering. Honestly. We're not really covering anything. No. We're uh, making a quick one. We're going to make it a quick one, but we're going to make it a fun one. And this is not going to be the only episode that's going to be coming up over the next few days. No, this will be our predictions episode um, for AEW Revolution. Yes. Which is going to be, by the time you're hearing this, this will be that morning of AEW Revolution. Yes. I almost messed up my words there. Um, So we're going to put our predictions out there and then we're going to have another episode come out on Tuesday morning because Jamie is going to be a tired little monkey. She has to work all day Sunday, and then we have to watch AEW Revolution. Won't be able to get to an actual recording box machine until Monday afternoon. Uh, so a little <laughs> bit delayed. We've had our normal schedule of Monday morning uh, posts. It's been good. Yeah, it's, it's been, been pretty consistent. Um, I think we're going to kind of stick with that, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing our predictions for AEW Revolution. One of the probably biggest revolutions since... Uh, I don't know, since last year's revolution, the yeah, year right? before that. Like Revolution's I, always a really fun one. Um, finally... I think it's kind of a personal, like, obviously favorite of ours. We were at uh, 2022 yes, Revolution been, in Orlando, which was a blast. No, no, it was 2022. 2023. Yes. 2022. This is 2023. This is 2023. I've had too much coffee already. We went to 2022 so yes, Revolution. It has been a full wrestling year yes. since we went to AEW yes. Revolution. And a lot's changed. Oh, yeah. A lot's changed. But we're seeing... Uh, some familiar faces, John Moxley, Adam Hangman, Adam Page. Adam, Adam Hangman, Hangman, Adam, Adam Page. Page. By you, the I've... way, did you see the graphic that they put out for that match? Are you talking about like the animated, like... Not even the animated one. They put out, uh, uh, hop on your Twitter boxes, children. Uh, there is an awesome uh, graphic. Hop on I'll Twitter pull it up when you're talking. Twitter at CAW Wrestling Pod. Ooh, nice plug. Um, hop on there and uh, check out this, this dope little graphic. Whoever's in charge of these AEW graphics, touche. I think if I remember right, I can't, oh God, you know, you read so much wrestling news and there's so many wrestling facts. Yeah. I think Ric Flair's like half daughter or stepdaughter yeah. does the, does the social media marketing for AEW. I believe that also is correct, but I don't think I'm she necessarily does that, the I graphics that for it. I think she just does. No, but the... I'm sure she has something to do with it. But the whole social media team is, is phenomenal yes. with AEW, but which they, you gotta be now. put out this really cool graphic. I'll do my best to, to slaughter, uh, uh vocal uh reenactment of it oh, but God. basically john moxley's standing there and uh you oh, it's a video see not it. a, i was no, thinking no, no, it's okay a picture. okay it's a picture. Oh, it's a picture um you see basically hangman from behind so you only see his back and he's got like the the gun shooting up in the air and it looks like um kind of like a western outlaw like we're gonna okay. shoot it out kind of thing but then it's shit. like the the perspectives some cowboy shit mm-hmm. yeah the perspectives are really cool. Uh, a plus to the AEW team. The live graphics are sweet. I mean, of oh, course, they the totally graphics. ripped it off from WWE, but that's well, cool. They I mean, do they a did, great job they, with it. They did, but I don't know if anybody ever saw like the development of it. They Somebody made the claim on Twitter, why is AEW not making their own animated graphics or animated fight cards? 
And somebody said, well, if they're not going to do it, I will. And they took it upon them. And I'm sure it took them like, you know, an hour to probably put together. And they posted it. And Tony Khan replied, wow, that's really well put together and really a good idea. And then lo and behold, the next pay-per-view, they started doing the animated fight cards. And they haven't and stopped. I, it's just oh, so it. good. It's such a good, good idea, especially with, with like, sorry, I got the hiccups uh, with like current social media trends and you yeah. know you have you know the presence of wrestlers is like huge on on uh social media so having stuff like that that catches your eye that you know really might, makes you stop and kind of go like wow this is they put a lot of time and effort into it it's it's, sure. it's phenomenal even wwe they're just as good with putting together graphics for fights and for pay-per-views and for promotional you know events it, it's really a cool concept that that AEW's really taken taking the ball with i mean you might as well take advantage of social media that's just how people are communicating it's free oh it's huge i mean it's... you'd be silly not to I, I love that about tony Khan that he's always tweeting and talking about things of course I mean, there's always many... a huge announcement from him but i mean how many independent wrestlers have been signed to a major promotions almost based strictly on social media i mean totally. Danhausen's one of the biggest examples totally oh uh, towards the end of the pandemic everybody was like yo you need to sign sign Danhausen, sign Danhausen, sign Danhausen." i mean he didn't get signed and he's not an aw guy but luigi primo got mm-hmm. like months of star power from one video oh, yeah. that took off and just got shared everywhere on twitter oh, yeah and he's always going to have like this little star next to him now. Oh, that's Luigi Primo. He was on AEW. He's got the gimmick. Exactly. Down. All because he threw a pizza crust in someone's oh, face. Wow. Here's the picture. Uh, I'll go ahead and retweet it and throw it up on uh, Coffee and Wrestling's Twitter. Hop on there if you haven't seen it. I'll retweet it right that's now good. so you can see it. That's good. really good. So uh, why don't we just get into it? We're in, yeah, jump right into it. Okay. Well, we're going to start with the pre-show. We've got uh, two matches for the pre-show. We've got. Uh, We'll start off with my personal favorite, uh, Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, that we'll was just announced on, on Rampage. Yep, we'll be taking on Ari Davari and the Varsity Athletes. Mark Sterling has been an advocate for, um, he believes that Mark Briscoe. I think that was a word. Advocate? Uh, I think you skipped over it a little bit, but you uh, yeah, don't, We don't talk about. You're good, you're good. This is a, this is a talking media. We don't talk about how I talk. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he uh, believes that Mark Briscoe has somehow hired the Lucha Brothers to help him. He said they were his brothers. Something like that. Like, I don't know what, how that would be much of an issue, but uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. For that. I'm, I'm being yeah. dumb. I mean, we, we obviously recently just uh, were able to be a part of the first two TV tapings of ROH. Yes. And, and we you, got to see a lot of Ari Davari. And to hear our just perspective. kept coming out and kept coming out. It was to great. To hear our perspective <laughs> on that, if you listen to last week's episode, we did Ooh. an entire episode all about two with these plugs. our experience at roh in orlando so exactly please check that one out yeah if, if you're curious if you haven't you watched should be. It's so good. if you haven't watched the episode from this week definitely watch it um if you want to hear some spoilers about it like he said go ahead and listen to the podcast but yeah um having a lot of experience with i, I just have to say obviously being at a live event it's just totally different you've been a bit been to any kind of sports event you see people on on tv especially when i'm talking about obviously wrestling and it seems like they're so good at working the crowd, but then you're able to be live and see Mark Sterling is so good with the crowd. He's a phenomenal And, and I love Ari, and I love the varsity athletes. Um, there's no way they're winning that one. <laughs> I got to agree with you. I'm going with, with, with Mark and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, this is too 100%. feel good. He said they're his bros, and we're going to let him lose? No. Yeah, that's not right. a good way to start off the pay-per-view. <laughs> no. No. That, that's that's going to go with the, my boys, the Briscoe. Uh, Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe, yes. Yes, one half of the 
ROH Tag Team Champions, which yes. I'm sure they're going to be doing something with yes. very shortly because yep. he can't hold on to that title for too, too long. Mm-hmm. Got to do something with the, with I the mean, tag titles. I, the only thing, and, I, and I've thought about this. A I single think, individual holding both titles. I think the only thing that is respectful and makes sense that we, uh, hopefully, and I think Mark seems like a, a understanding person, is that you retire that belt. Tag titles? You make them a different belt. You you redesign oh, the, physical, the tag actual title belt. Like, you okay, that, I see what you're saying. You know, almost like the. So you can't ha- not use like you to retire the tag titles no, from the division. You know, you you pull the the Gretzky. You I got retire you. The, I got you. you retire, retire the, number, the jersey. You know, you retire right. the jersey. Yep. I got you. That could be a good thing. You make That'd a, be a good new. Thing. It's a, it's a, a good time for a new championship and just kind of say the old ones. Well, speaking of tag team action, we have another tag team in the pre-show. Um, and speaking of ROH <laughs> champions, we have your ROH world champion and your ROH pure, pure champion. champion, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta will be taking on the Dark Order, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Ooh. And I, oh God, I cannot see this going the Dark Order's way in any way, shape or possible. Mm, okay. Mm. Why not? Because how are you going to put a tag team over that has barely won anything in the past year over two champions of an entire brand because they're trying to push john silver and alex reynolds that's great but there's no way they're gonna win i don't know about that i'm 100 percent putting my my eggs in the claudio utero okay i mean that's cool but these are roh guys wonderful i'm gonna go the opposite they're still champions okay there's they are champions they are roh champions okay i think this is a great time to put over john silver and alex reynolds oh of course i'm not saying it's not I love that they've again redid their music. I'm and they've got a little, a little bit more, a little, little bit of new breath ever since Evil Uno took on John Moxley. Yeah. He's actually commented and said, ever since he fight, fought John Moxley, it's reawoken something in him. So maybe we will see a push for him, but I cannot, I couldn't see them getting this win over these two. It's a pre show. It is a pre show. So everybody <laughs> will be able to watch that. Anything's possible. Um, yeah, they do that on uh, YouTube before the show, right? YouTube. So that usually starts at 7. You need to watch on it on YouTube. YouTube, or if you've ordered the pay per view, they'll, they'll play it during or pre, uh, previously before the pay-per-view. Right, So you right, don't right. have to f- swap over uh, once it goes from the pre-show yeah. to the actual pay-per-view, which if you haven't been watching these pay-per-views, AEW puts on hell of a pay-per-view. They're almost too long. Oh, for sure. Especially and, if you're there. When we were there last yeah, year, my ass It hurt. was five hours of wrestling. And, and, and listen, I'm blessed. Every time I go to an AEW, ROH, anything, I'm like, Tony Khan, bless you. You give us so much entertainment for so little. Know, I'm a right? very appreciative. But what are we at? Ten matches? Uh, I believe, yeah. We, including pre-show, we have ten total. A lot. And it we're talking a about a, one of them is going to be one Guaranteed hour. Guaranteed one hour. let's not start there. Let's talk about the first match that will be. Um, I don't know if this is the actual like lineup. but at no, least I don't know the if this first is lineup. match. This is just the, the list that I had. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put it, just wrote it down. Um, so we're going to start off with our predictions for the. AEW Women's World Championship match between the champion Jamie Hayter, mm-hmm. Soraya, and Ruby Soho. All right, so there's been a bunch of rumblings between, I guess, all three of these individuals in their own, uh, their own sense. You've got Soraya, who's been teaming up with Tony Storm, kind of being the super heels, outsiders of of the war, or the no, they're the yeah, they're the outsiders. Yeah. I get them confused. Um, you know, kind of wreaking havoc on the women's division, which is apparently all of only these three women and, and then Hikaru Shida every once in a while. Um, you also have uh, Jamie Hayter, who's always hanging out with 
Britt Baker, former AEW Women's Champion. Uh, she is the AEW Women's Champion as of right now. Uh, they are the a- the AEW Originals, and then you also have Ruby Soho, who's kind of mm-hmm. caught in the middle, who at this point has now just come out saying, I don't give a shit about it being an original, being yeah. an outsider, I just and, want my fucking belt. You also have uh, Britt and Jamie, who have been more face as of lately so it seems like the roles have kind of reversed in that perspective right and then ruby is just like somewhere in between like i, I feel like well i mean she's super over as a face right now but, yeah but yeah i i the I, aggression I, is almost like a heel aggression you know well she did come check in on uh on Britt baker after she got attacked one of the thousands of times uh mm-hmm. backstage and kind of like was like, you know, I'm kind of putting the hand out there of like hey how you doing i know we don't really agree but yeah. caught my enemy is is your enemy, sure. we're friends, and whatever, you know, and kind of got blown back in her face. But where do you think this is, uh, this is going? Do you think Jamie Hayter is going to lose her championship at Revolution? Absolutely not. No? You don't, you don't, th- you, you're no. going with Hayter? I'm going with Hayter. I feel like, uh, no shade to anybody, <clears throat> personally, since Britt Baker, I don't think there's been a really good run in the AEW Women's Championship division. I feel like it was a little bit weird for Tony. Okay. And I think Thunder Rosa started out great, but just the momentum just blew up. It was unfortunate, um, yeah, because her, it seems like the backstage politics correct. seemed to have overshadowed yes. the championship run. And then and the God, injury, I feel like that could be applied to in another situation. But absolutely. yeah, then there was the injury. I even the, saw like that, the new AEW, was it All Access? I saw like a preview for it, and it looks like Britt Baker's even like, oh, well, the women's division is on hiatus because Thunder Rosa's hurt. Right. So it's well, there like, was, you know, that, that really repo- was a big thing. You and know? there has been reports lately that apparently Thunder Rosa went back to the AEW locker room was like, hey, I fucked up. I keep hitting my mic, damn it. Uh, I fucked up. You know, let's talk about it. And apparently they, you know, hashed it out. And apparently everything's fine now. So it'd right. be nice to see. Uh, I know she's been more active on the Spanish announced team, uh, not the actual wrestling faction that is yeah. in both independent and now apparently Right, whatever. Uh, but she's been more active in a announcer role, uh-huh. which I think is good for her. She's a very knowledgeable person yep. in wrestling and to have her on the microphone. Energetic with her yes. voice. Yep. And... Um, but I would love to see her back. I do like uh, yep. Thunder Rosa. I do I, too. Uh, but I agree with you. I feel like her entire championship run was just, it was It was kind of weird. Uh, she'd come out and do the, like, the very lackluster short promos that didn't have any ass behind mm-hmm. them. And it just got really weird. So I feel like... Jamie Hayter finally filled that position. She's so over. People love oh, her. Yeah. Why would you mess that up right now? I tend to agree. Um, and I don't think that she's going to drop the title. But if I had to choose somebody that would, I think Ruby Soho is in line to do something. I feel like she has been teased with every championship. She has gone for... The women's, she's gone for the TNT mm-hmm. or the TBS championship. Right. I'm sorry. I mean, every, every she's tried her damnedest and they yep. just not put the strap I, on. I've her. heard the rumors are she's going to be facing Jade. Okay. I could see that. I don't, I, but yeah, I, I've got to agree. I think uh, Jamie Hader's going to uh, leave she's with just the belt. too over and doing too well in that position. I feel like it would be so silly to just yank that out. Plus, you still have that underlying storyline of the outsiders and the originals kind of going yep. against each other. And she has said that she wants to be like Thunder Rosa and she wants to be like a fighting champion. And she wants mm. to defend it in different places and things like that. So for her only to defend it a handful of times would be really odd. Yeah, I've got it. I, yeah, I can't see. Plus, her. I'm biased and I love Jamie Hader. Yeah. <laughs> 
let's, well, let's I mean, everything, be real. You got to remember everything we say in this in this podcast is we're biased. I mean, come on, you can't help it. But all right, I think that's what's best for business too. Let's be real. <laughs> All right, so that's a unanimous Jamie Hayter on that one then, it's huh? It's going to be. All right. This one, I don't know. Got Samoa Joe and Wardlow. And I don't know what we're doing here. For the TNT Championship. Yes. Now, Samoa Joe has claimed he is the king of TV because yes. he is not only the TNT champion, he's also the ROH TV champion. Yes. Um, we watched him at ROH, and he beat the absolute hell out, out of, of Tony Deppen. Spoiler. <clears throat> but yeah, he he is definitely the king of something. And Wardlow, we haven't seen him since he lost his belt. Uh, I don't see Wardlow getting the belt though. I don't either, but I feel like poor dude can't take another loss. I and agree. I'm not saying that like the momentum's completely gone if we go we we go that way. Um, but the momentum's completely gone if we go that way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's time for him to graduate away from this. Not that it's you know a belt beneath anybody, but I think it's time to, if anything, Joe puts up a fight, makes Wardlow look really strong, gets the win over Wardlow, and have Wardlow move on to bigger and better things. Whether it's a different rivalry, whether it's to go for the AEW championship against MJF, whether it's or Brian Danielson, depending on the, yeah. the results of this pay-per-view. I think that's the tough thing, and I think that's going to be an issue for Jade when she finally does lose. It's like, after going so long of just decimating your opponents, how do you come back from that and just do the day-to-day grind? Like, that's tough. Well, I mean, that's where you your know? storytelling's got to come in. That's where you've got to create storylines that is not based completely around your championship. And it's hard to do, you know, to give two stars a, a, a common goal and have them clashed in order to get there without putting something shiny in front of them in order to give them the you know the storyline motivation it's got to be something that's got to be you know a rivalry that's developed over a, a storytelling process and I feel like that's the one part that we're looking at AEW that kind of lacks a little bit is I hate agreeing with Bully Ray and you know but he's even said it a lot to where the long-term storytelling this is where your small spurts of championship you know, runs, whether it's somebody trying to go for the belt after three weeks, i.e. Ruby Soho with the, with the TBS championship or, you know, anything like that. And this mm-hmm. is where your, your storytelling has got to come in and, yeah. and elevate your stars and put them, right. put two people against each other or two tag teams or two factions against each other and give them like you, the, the audience a reason other than a championship in order to, I want to watch this, you know right. what I mean? And I think that's what we're doing. That's where we're stuck with Wardlow right now is you want to give him that belt because that's what the storyline he's been based around right. his entire, like, since he's been separated from MJF, uh-huh. you need to give him a storyline. I think he's going to have to lose this match in order to move on to something else. Like, right. You're going to have to pull some momentum out from underneath him in mm-hmm. order to elevate Build him. Build him up, pull, it up right. pull out the carpet. It's an unfortunate thing. I just think you've painted him into a corner mm-hmm. at this point. You've taken him so far off TV for so long right. that you've just, like you've said, taken the momentum away. Right. So you're going that, that Wardlow's going to lose and Samojo's going to yeah. retain? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I don't think it's a good time for Samojo to drop it again because he dropped it to Darby Allen when he was in Seattle and then immediately got it back. Right. So I think it would be good for him to hold it on to it until the time is right. 
what's funny is you talk about there not being a, a lot of long-term storyline, but looking at this this list of matches, one of the storylines that's been going for the longest is this four-way tag match that so many people are just hating on. Oh, I know. I mean, the acclaim, the guns, Danhausen. Like, if you know anything about these guys, these guys have been it's since like the Jericho cruise, like two years ago. Danhausen's been basically messing with the ass boys, yep. the gun club. So they've got a bone to pick with them, and I mean, Orange Cassidy pisses everybody off. Obviously, so. and then the acclaimed obviously have had a lot of uh, run-ins with the, with well, the guns recently. They were at one point aligned with the guns, and mm-hmm. then slowly, you know, Daddy Ass decided to un or I guess disown his own children and adopt the acclaimed yes his true children and then you got jay uh you know jj and and jay lethal who's yeah. they just hate everybody and they just want everything for themselves uh-huh. so it doesn't matter who they're in the ring with they hate them anyways yeah but even then they have storyline between every one of these tag teams yeah it's and good, it's, it's a long storyline and i think a lot of people like i said are just really hating on it but i said this on twitter um there's just a lot of like really brutal hardcore matches like uh 60 minute matches uh iron mm-hmm. man matches there's the match with christian cage and ja- uh jungle boy which is now i'm pretty uh, sure a buried alive match yeah like that's gonna be pretty brutal i think, it, I think they call it freshly buried something like Something that. goofy and but it, f- i think it's just another name of a buried alive match because yep. he's holding a holding a uh uh shovel, shovel. and talking about burying him. the old dirt say yep, yep yep say hi to my dad oh yeah that was, we'll get to that uh, we've also got At any rate, um, but a Texas death match between John Moxley exactly, and Hangman Adam gonna Page. Be just blood everywhere. So there's so many like just intense, brutal, holy shit moments. There's going to be so many things to stand out. Right. I think this is going to be the match that they're going to throw in there, and everybody's just going to laugh their asses off. There's okay, going to well, be uh, guitars smashed everywhere, curses left and right, scissors from everybody. Like it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous. And I don't think this match is for the wrestling. I think it's for pure entertainment. So who do you think is going to win out of the four of them? We've got the tag titles on the, on the line. There's, there's storyline between guns and the acclaimed about the tag titles. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal. have been talking mad shit about getting those belts. You've got the guns who are them. You've got, Orange Cassidy uh, and Danhausen, when, who are like the wild cards from out of left field, by the way. But hold on. Remember when Jay lethal and Jeff Jarrett won the belts? Oh Yeah. <laughs> for like a minute yep and then like wait a minute that didn't count he was was oh, he wasn't the legal man or my something butt cheeks were clenched so hard no the uh, they were cheating happy. oh that's right that's they what were cheating and i think aubrey came out and was like redo it so they started over the match and then yeah they acclaimed one that was hilarious but i gut feeling i feel like it's this is going to be the acclaimed to win it back okay and okay. i feel like it was all just to have the acclaimed win in the first place but just to have a good time everybody has the feel good moment I haven't. I, don't know. I haven't given this one a lot of thought, um, and I was hoping by the time you were done with your prediction, yeah, that I'd be able to uh, figure it out. One of um, those when the waitress comes by, you're like, you order first, and then you're right. like, shit, my turn. <laughs> if oh man, this one's a hard one. Yeah, who I mean, do you I want to see? You go burger. You go steak. Who do I want to see win? The mark in me, not like my name, but like the the term. Yeah, uh, I would love to see Orange Cassidy and Dan oh, Housen just because I want to see the Twitter meltdown of having. The guy who puts they're his hands wrestlers. in his pocket. They're not wrestlers. They're not good. Oh, my God. I, I, I want to see it. Um, I would love to see the acclaimed get their belts back again because everybody loves the acclaimed, including of me. Of course. Um, I would love to see the guns keep it because I think, honest to God, even though nobody really wanted them to get the yep. belts, I'm super excited that they got the belts because mm-hmm. they're so charismatic and they're so good at just getting under your skin. And they're just they're those types of individuals that you're just like, oh, my God, I cannot stand them. 
and then you've got Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, and I, I think that they would be the most ultimate heels to get the belts. Exactly. It would be an entertaining run. I think that, honestly, the guns are going to retain. Okay. That's fun. I think at this point, it doesn't really matter. I just think we all need to just enjoy the laugh, enjoy the the chair spots and the well, guitars. And I mean, you say it's not a gimmick or it's not a hard hitting match or anything but this is going to be four tag teams going at it there's going to be so much shit going so on. many low blows it may not be a hard-hitting uh bloody you know weapon infested match but this is going to be it's going to be a spot fest there's no other way to put it if you don't like this this style of wrestling i highly suggest you go run down to mcdonald's grab yourself a cheeseburger go to fucking taco bell and get some nachos because you're not going to like this fucking match like i'm I, like there's just no <laughs> other way to put it like if you don't like AEW. Like the the wrestling, uh, you know, not treating it like an actual like MMA style support, you know, sport, and right. putting some ridiculous Danhausen cursed antics and Orange Cassidy hands in his pockets and the acclaimed scissoring. I think all of these guys are great. I think they're great, but I know a lot of people don't like that style of wrestling, and I think that you're not gonna if you don't like that style of wrestling, you're not gonna like this no. match. But it's gonna I'm be gonna for laugh the people. Oh yeah, off. for the people who enjoy it, I think it's gonna be one of the most entertaining matches. Can't miss night. it. Um. <laughs> But I think one of the one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most, and I I don't know, I I couldn't I couldn't hide my my fanboyness on this if I wanted to. I have records of of this man on my wall. I've bought merch of a, a couple of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the elite will be defending their trios tag titles against probably their most formidable foe. In the defense of this tag of these t- Rio tag titles is the House of Black, Buddy Murphy, Malachi Black, and my personal favorite, and the Brody. And one of the ones that keeps bringing back bringing me back to the AEW wrestling is Brody fucking King. And it's really funny because if you don't like Danhausen but you like Brody, these guys hang out all the time. Oh yeah. Well, it, what's funny is also he hangs out. They hang out with fucking Ethan Page too. Like they're all fucking right? a bunch of action figure nerds. Uh-huh. Like if anybody knew, like how like. The music that Danhausen listens to, and then the activities that Brody King gets into as a as just an adult as, right. as Nathan, right. not Brody King, exactly. Like, not singer for God's hate, singer for God's hate. But then you see him in glasses in a you know Jason Voorhees t shirt, right. buying you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. action figures. I think Danhausen's favorite band is Code Orange. Code Orange, yep, yep. yep. They're uh, just different people. They just are really good at their gimmick. But it's Brody so, is so intimidating, though. That is no gimmick. <laughs> I've got a shirt of his, and it says, violence is the answer, and 100%. I don't know what questions he's asking, but I don't think he is. He's just answering with violence. Yeah. <laughs> I love Brody King's style of wrestling. Same. I, ever since I was a kid, like, that was big, meaty men hitting mm-hmm. as hard as they can, trying yeah. to rip their opponent's head off. That is like my bread and butter when it comes to wrestling. And boy, howdy, does fucking Brody King itch that scratch for And me. I just love watching, watching Brody King fight uh, all these guys in NJPW. Oh, yeah. These Japanese guys, same like Eddie Kingston, where you're oh, just yeah. getting that strong style of fighting, and you get this just huge dude oh, yeah. fighting like, uh, I don't even know. Like an absolute maniac. Uh, yeah. It's so good. It's just now, insane. I, this match is going to be probably one of, the, uh, one of the biggest spot fests, because you got Absolutely. the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who just love doing every one of their signature da- you know, Meltzer drivers, their one-winged angels, right. V-triggers, their... Right. BTE trigger. Right. You've got, oh my God. I, These guys don't have the, 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 the House of Black aren't coming with the pizzazz. They're not coming no. in for the five star match. Nope. They're coming in so that they, they beat you so hard you can't come back for another three months. 
Yeah. And uh, face them for their titles one more time because um, there's no way they're gonna. I, I think I, this is gonna I be a title change. I see the House Black not leaving with the titles. I agree. One hundred percent. Like I think, I I I think the elite, and I hate saying like I hate like do- dipping into like the. Ooh, the backstage politics, but I know the Elite and Kenny Omega's contracts are slowly coming to an end with AEW. I'm not stating that I believe that they're going to leave AEW, but at the same time, like, I think House of Black is in a position, and the and the Elite are in a position that it's really good time to transfer those titles over and give somebody a new a new reign right. with them. I think that's something I really like about AEW is it seems like the guys that have been around for a while aren't afraid to put the younger guys over. And not that these guys are super young. I mean, right. obviously Malachi Black's been wrestling for a while. Buddy Murphy did his thing for a while in, in WWE. And had, Brody King's had only a been doing it for a Pretty what, dope years? run. He only did, he's only done this for a few years. Three, so, four years? You know, them together and they're in, in AEW. Came from ROH. It's just incredible. Like, I, I've been hoping for this for a while. Now everybody's in good health. Um, Obviously super stoked to see everybody on board with, you know, the rumor mill of, of Twitter and online trolls saying that, you know, those guys were going to be leaving AEW to go to WWE yep. too. But and they quickly came back. Yeah, just... I mean, Malachi just said he needed some mental time, yep. you know, and that there's I can absolutely nothing wrong with that. You I know? can understand it. Sometimes you got to step away and get your priorities straight and good on Tony Khan for letting him and Buddy take that time to do it. For sure. But they're there. I mean, both of their girls are, are there killing it. Zelina is uh, Malachi Black's wife who just... Wow, I mean, she doesn't do as much wrestling as I would like to see. I think she's such a talented wrestler. But um, obviously, Buddy's girl is just killing it over there, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she's doing great in WWE. Absolutely. So, I mean, if they, I think if they wanted to go to WWE, they would have done that already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, so, they seem like they're perfectly fine where they are yep, for now. Yep, take those belts. Um, hopefully, they're big enough to go around these guys' waist. Strap them Gonna on. Have to get the extension for House of Black. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. They'll throw them over their shoulder and go home. I don't think they're too worried about it. Landing pretty low on my priorities of matches for the evening is going to be Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks, which is unfortunate for me to say because I love Starks. Um, but I just feel like, you know, we've pulled out the dead horse and we've been beating it for about two months now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over and over. I don't know. It, it, mm. I can't see why this match is happening. And I'm happy to hear that Chris Jericho said that this is the end. Just as I'm happy to hear that WrestleMania is hope, oh my God, hopefully the last time we will see Finn Balor and Edge. Nope. I just can't. Nope. We'll see another two more matches. Oh, I of that. just can't do that either. And this is just as bad. One of those, like you said, go, go to the gas station, get what you need, buy a pack of gum, and come back. Like, I'm just, I'm not super invested in this. I can't see why Chris would win this. What does Chris no. Jericho need? this win for i don't understand well, the jas is barred from ringside um and i i listened to uh aw restricted today uh with tony khan they were talking about revolution before the pay-per-view obviously and i'll tell you what you want to talk about a guy who really was trying to drive a point home tony khan was really trying to drive the point home the jas was not allowed at ringside oh, okay i mean it was yeah are they gonna put them in a shark cage and suspend them above the ring again i don't know it's all, they're gonna have to make those rings a little bit tighter because last time they just had to slip through the bars because um, ty couldn't get them out i think <laughs> i think starks is gonna get this win i can't uh, see it going any other way yeah I, I think here. they're i think they're gonna be have some like ringside bullshit antics to where somebody that's not in the jas is gonna come out and i've heard theories that it's gonna be action and ready 
and who's going to double cross uh, Starks. But I don't know. Uh, again, I, it's all I've just heard rumors. Mm. It's not like I'm saying that that's what I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I think there might might Let's be find some a better opponent antics. for Ricky Starks. Yeah. Yeah, for There's sure. There's enough guys back there. Let's 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 find a better opponent. For Starks but I think we're both in agreement. Starks are going to get that one. Yeah, this one I don't really know about either. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's a storyline that's you know not. I mean, it's got to come to an end. Yeah, it's got to come to an end. And I think that's what this is. And unfortunately, we talked about this. Like, I feel like this is just a a rivalry, quote unquote, that has been. Delayed severely by injuries. Right. It's not uh, Christian's fault he got hurt. Well, it's not. I mean, he got hurt. You know, Jungle Boy got hurt. Now yeah. there's this whole ordeal with Luchasaurus and his mask, and he right. can't have it on t shirts or it's in a lawsuit. So I think it's just this has been one of those ones that's been plagued over and over again by uh, injuries and just forces outside mm-hmm. of the storyline. And I think they're just trying to sew this one up and get it done and over with. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the promo that they had on, uh, was it Dynamite this week? Yes. Was was great. I mean, Christian always does a great job on the mic, but then they cut to uh, Jack Perry, who was like, like you said, he had the he's shovel. Digging he's something. digging up oh, something. Oh, he was digging up a grave. Yep. Um, and then said something like, say hi to my dad, which was just. Yeah, he was going to. And I think that's. And then that they named good. it like, it's something ridiculous. I don't remember what. I don't it, remember exactly what it was, but. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, no Jungle Boy. Barred, yeah. I think Jungle Boy is going to take it. Uh, I can't see why Christian would get the win again, even though he just returned. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're, again, we got to build steam for Jack Perry, not Jungle Boy. Jack Perry. And I think Jack Perry needs to win this match. I think they need to end this storyline and, like, uh, yeah, like you said, just move on with Jack Perry yep. and, and elevate him let, to something better. Let, Stop tagging him with a random hook. Yeah, let Christian get buried, but let Jungle Boy go with him. You hear me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's let Jack Perry be the oh, winner okay. of that and move on. Okay, I see what you're You know, you're saying, let's yeah. bury Jungle Boy, too. And not that I don't like Jungle Boy. I think he's great. But it's one of those things that, like, how old are you going to be as a boy? Right. It's like, how long are you going to be Robin <laughs> until, you tur- until you change your outfit and your Nightwing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can only be this. Gets a little candy ass yeah. when you're 30 and you're yeah. Jungle Boy. <laughs> You you're know? still wearing the red tights. Yeah. So. I agree. I agree. I, I, I think Jungle Boy. <laughs> I think Jack Perry's going to win. Yes. Uh, Christian's going to take the loss like a cha- like the veteran that he is. And then hopefully we will see something with Luchasaurus. Maybe he's going to be repackaged. Who knows? Uh, it's a I'm, shame, I'm going, though. I love, I'm on, I love Luchasaurus. Though. I'm on team repackage. Yeah. And I like Luchasaurus, too. Repackage. And, I don't know. I, love, I used yeah. to love when he come out and he'd say, hi, mom. I thought it was hilarious. It was and he great. was always like, you know, I'm uh, 8 million years old or... I thought it was hilarious. I, I just, obviously, wrestling fans don't like joke wrestlers. It worked for a little bit, and it's funny, because that name was not even, like, a thing that he came up with. You you told me that. The, in, yeah, uh, the whole story about he was in AAA, and they- They just started chanting Luchasaurus, because they didn't know his name. He had, a, like, a dragon mask on. That's what he thought they were saying. Yeah, because oh, really? he was a dinosaur and Lucha, so they, that's what he thought they said, and he just ran with it. Well, it you stuck know, for a good while, goes. but maybe it is time to- Put the uh, the dinosaur out to pasture. Yeah, make I think, it an extinct idea. I don't know. I, I was think trying to think of something thing. punny there, and I'm not. We, bur- we bury that. We bury that gimmick alive too, because then that's perfect. That settles your your mask debate. Yeah, right. And then there's no more mask, and there's, there's no, no more, more mask. I mean, 
it's just another not that he's a super attractive guy but he's not a bad looking dude i mean this dude's been on big brother it's not like he he'd do fine without the mask he would do fine without the mask it's just like 10 yeah you know you think oh ugly dude behind the mask no no so let, let's kibosh that one so what will more than likely be either the opening match or one of the main events because obviously the 60-man Iron Man match is going to be the main event of it. Revolution. It's already been announced by Tony Khan right. on AEW Unrestricted. And I don't know. I, they probably announced it already, but yes. it doesn't matter. Uh, but probably one of the most violent matches that's going to be of the night is John Moxley taking on Hangman Adam Page in, I think it's the fifth match, the fourth match fourth? between the I two of know. them. It is a Texas death match. Uh, and if you don't know what the rules are of a Texas death match is, it is a no disqualification, no hold bar um, match where, now I don't know how AEW is doing it, but originally you would have to pin your opponent, and on top of pinning your opponent, your opponent would also have to stay down for ten a count, full right? 10 count. Right. Now I do know they kind of sometimes do it as a last man standing match uh, in, certain in certain promotions or certain times. So I don't know what the exact rules that AEW will be using. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably end up using the classic, you know, three count plus the 10, which is a long time to be down. It's more than even just a last man standing match. Uh, and these two have had quite a bloodied history between the, the two of each other. Uh, Hangman being famously knocked completely silly and getting a concussion. Uh, I think on their rubber match between the two of them in a very unsuccessful manner. Uh, it, I, I, I'm expecting to see this to be a pretty hard-hitting, bloody match. And I don't know who's going to win. I don't either. I don't know which way they're going to go with it. I know you're a little bit annoyed with the repetitive of this, this I'm okay match. with it because I know it's going to be a great match. And that's, I always try to keep an open mind in life, but I really try to keep an open mind with wrestling. You know, a, a lot of times these things are planned. There's a reason why they do these things the way that right. they do. You know, at this point, John Moxley is producing matches. Like, he knows what he's doing. Right. AEW knows what they're doing. So you just have to believe that the story is there and you just have to be along for the ride. Um, so I'm okay with it as long as it's like a really good, you have to have like a stipulation or something. It's like Cody Rhodes and Malachi Black. They had like four matches and mm. we were there. Uh, I don't know if it was Revolution or if it was the Dynamite that we attended. I think it was Dynamite. Uh, where they had that last match. Right. And it was there was some stipulation to it. I don't remember what it was. It makes it a little bit more exciting to kind of end it. And that's kind of how they're doing it here. So it's like you're getting the Texas death match, which I looked into. It looks like it is the same uh, rules like you were saying Three before. Three count, ten count. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be a good match. I mean, there's there's no other way match. to put it. Um, I but I'm I'm hoping this is a, an end cap on this at least for a good long little bit. I can see them coming back to it later on a year from a year from now or something like that. But I think this yeah. is we've reached max capacity on matches between the two of them. Because what are you going to do Agreed. from here? These two are going to beat the hell out of each other. Either John's going to win yep. or or Hangman's going to win. Right. And then you're going to go back and forth about talking shit again. One of them's going to be injured. They're going to be let it go uh, until the right. next pay-per-view. And we're going to do it again. Like, I what do you do? A barbed wire exploding death match? No, like, I don't think we don't go gonna... back down that road. I think we give this match about 10 to 15 minutes total. Full 100% just brawl. And just whoever at the end it just barely covers the other. Like, or, you know, or like what like you were saying, and this is a Texas death match, so it's a little bit different, but. 
just barely gets the 10 count. You know, I think I think, bo- I think both guys are going to be equally destroyed by the end of it. I think Hangman's going to walk away with the win. Really? I don't know why gut feeling. I just feel like John. I don't think John needs to win it. I think it would be better for Hangman for his career. And like we were talking about before, you know, John's had a great career. If he ended tomorrow, you can put him down as having a fantastic career. Not that Hangman Adam Page hasn't, but a lot of people didn't know anything about him before AEW, but me personally. So I right. think this is a great way to continue that. He's a former that's, champion. Well, that's kind of why I think that it's going to go to Hangman. You know, it's a good push, but you know what? It's one of those things that just always comes back to John. So you're going so with John? I can't help. I think WWE just pushes me to think the obvious here. I'm just going to say John Moxley. Okay. And to cap off the pay-per-view, we have AEW World Champion MJF versus Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Iron Man match. And if you have seen MJF's social media lately he has been conditioning like no wow. tomorrow that man looks like he's ready, ready ripped for an ifbb bodybuilding show yes he looks ripped he does um, this match is gonna be I, I don't know this one i i honestly don't know if these two guys are gonna be i know one of them is gonna be able to go i know they'll both be able to go to be honest with you but this you is know brian's got it but this is probably going to be the hardest match of MJF's career. I mean, that dog collar match last year at Revolution was obviously Yeah, but that wasn't, no, that wasn't no 60-minute match, though. No, with uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a knockdown dragout, right. no matter what. I mean, and this is the, the technical uh, American dragon over here, you know. So do you think MJF's going to tame the dragon? I mean, is he I'm better than weird, him? And we all know it. I'm in a weird position in this one, too, because, OK, of course, you're biased. Of course, you have your feelings as to what you think might happen. But I always look at things like, you know, what is best for business? And if we have MJF lose here again, what the hell do we do with him? With MJF? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like you can't have him lose. He needs to win. He needs to keep going. He needs to defend the championship. But I feel like it's just so crystal clear and obvious that Brian needs to hold the belt. But he's made it clear from the get-go that he didn't need it. He said he was had no problem fighting on Dark, mm-hmm. which is very honorable for somebody who's just an absolute legend like Brian. To well, come in here it, and be like, oh, I'll fight on YouTube. I don't give a shit. I like, think at this point, he just wants the belt just to get it away from MJF. He's, exactly. He's made it pretty clear that he doesn't believe that MJF's a good champion. Right. Not that he, you know, wants the belt specifically, but, I mean, let's be honest, no... Nobody's into wrestling just for, you're either in it for money or you're in it for the belt. Right. I mean, you can't deny that. I don't know. I, I, and then you see the, the behind the scenes fourth wall, which is probably not so behind the scenes fourth wall, uh, that MJF is having beef with Adam Cole. Yep. So it's seeming like that might be his next opponent. And Adam Cole's supposed to come back in sometime this month. I can't remember, is it next week or the week after? I think it is at the, the Wednesday after Revolution. That would make sense. And I mean, that could be the development of a new rivalry right there between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my gut reaction with this match, though, is I'm going to go with MJF retaining. I don't think Daniel, I don't think they're going to give the, the belt over. I think it would be silly. I kind of agree with you, but I think that 100% that are, I think they're going to keep it on MJF. What a huge push for MJF. Like, oh, for sure. You I, were able to, to pull that off. Yeah, you beat the the who everybody says is the best wrestler in the world right now, right. Brian Danielson. But I mean, like it's, Brian, it, that's, Brian that's, can take the loss, and that's like universally like said. Yeah. That's not just an AEW. That is like amongst ninety percent of of, of right. wrestlers claim that Brian Danielson is either the goat 
or is one of the goats. Yeah. And to put I, him, and I have to agree with that. Uh, yeah, and to put he him is. over Brian Danielson in that capacity in a world title shot, I mean, that's... There's like no said, better person to put you over. For MJF. Yeah, I think I agree with you, and I think that MJF is going to be able to retain it. Oh, yeah. Also I, because uh, I think that there might, there's the possibility that Brian might be fighting in Japan. Yes, I have. I, there's I, I also some rumors that, that he, he wanted to fight for a G1 and that Tony Khan might let him. Because Tony Khan came out recently and said, and it might have been that podcast, that he's okay with wrestlers working for other promotions as long as it doesn't interfere, with, obviously, with AEW or right. OH, and that it's benefiting the, the person that's doing it. He's totally, you know, fine with it. Right. I don't Can't know which podcast it was telling John on. not to fight at GCW anymore, which GCW is coming to Orlando, so if you're going to that show April 22nd, see you there. It's, is it April 22nd? Look for the two awkward people who aren't talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. April 22nd. Uh, they've already confirmed Nick Gage to be there yep. and Masha, Masha Slamovich. Slamovich. Uh, they've announced a couple other people. I can't remember off the top of my I, head. I believe you said Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne will be there. Oh, uh, Effie. Effie will be there. Alley Catch. It seems like you the already crew. know everybody that's supposed to be there. The crew. You know, when you say GCW, I just feel like Effie and Alley Catch are just like right in there. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, we'll be catching, uh, I'm sure, a little spatter of blood here and there. So I'm oh, yeah. We'll bring Third row. I don't know what we're thinking. <laughs> Uh, want to have some fun, want to get the full experience at GCW, but yeah. before we get to GCW, which is like I said, a month and a half, we got to get through AW Revolution. Um, that's going to be Sunday night, tonight at I think 7 p.m. on... If you're starting at the pre-show, it's uh, on 7 YouTube. p.m. Eastern, and then starting I'm, on YouTube. I'm sure the pay-per-view to start on uh, at 8 o'clock, you can bleach your report, fight TV. Oh yeah, and it always starts like right on the dot, so get your stuff ready. Uh, highly suggest, just from personal experience... You're doing Bleacher Report. I'm not shitting on them. But sometimes it just doesn't work. Buy your pay-per-view in advance. Oh, that means get we, all I that stuff it ready. Still. I still yeah, have yeah. Buy the pay-per-view in advance. Get the page ready. Get everything okay. ready to go. And Make sure on... it works so that when 8 o'clock starts, I'm telling you, yeah, they get don't the pre- hesitate. If, get the pay-per-view and then get the pre-show on there. Then you know it works. But while we're on this topic. Just do yourself a favor. You and I had this conversation. and Sure. I know this is a common practice with a lot of wrestling fans out there. If you stream these pay-per-views, I'm going to call everybody out, and I used to do it, so I'll call myself out. If you stream these pay-per-views without paying for them, you are not supporting the products that you are claiming you are supporting. And I know a lot of these neckbeard asshats on the internet wrestling fucking yeah community and obviously i mean we don't know everybody's personal no of course not, not everybody's gonna have their tomorrow because you want to watch yeah. revolution but, but if you got the money if you've got the capabilities if you have the the wherewithal fucking buy the goddamn pay-per-view like you're supporting support these people like you're supporting dreams yeah you know, uh, you know it, whether you i don't know I just I, I just there. get so tired of people, you know, oh, I'm not going to watch this pay-per-view because of this one match bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you're that you're that bi- you're that vocal about it, I know you're going to be sitting there with a Reddit, you know, WWE streams on, on Reddit trying to figure out a stream on Streamlabs trying to watch but that shit. What a shame. You know, don't let one thing that you think's not going to be a good thing ruin a good time. Yeah, right. Here's what here's what we do. Take our advice. Just enjoy wrestling. Fresh pot of coffee necessary okay oh yeah your fresh pot of coffee get everything ready to go snacks must have pre-make we're doing nachos we got the whole idea going get everything ready get the pay-per-view going dig yourself a nice hole into your couch yeah and just enjoy the show man yeah just enjoy really good things there 
Yeah. Have a I don't, good time. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of, you know, the major promotions decisions on what they do, but at the same time, I try to enjoy every, every product as is as a wrestling fan. It says Willow says, nothing matters. Smile anyway. Right. All right. So I think that'll wrap up our AEW Revolution predictions. Uh, it's on, like I said, it's 7 pre-show, 8 o'clock uh, is the bell time for Eastern. Eastern time. Eastern. Yep. Uh, so follow us at CAW Wrestling Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, where all of our podcasts are transcribed into videos and posted there. Uh, we also tweet and trying to get a little bit on Instagram every Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Rampage. And ROH, we live tweet as much as we can, so join us on there. Uh, please do us a favor if you have a moment. You're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a five-star review. That really means a lot. Share it with a friend. If you have a moment, screenshot this. Share it on social media and tag us. We will definitely do our best to shout you out. We really appreciate you guys on social media. It's been awesome, the amount of uh, love and support we've gotten there so thank you guys for that and if you want to follow us on our own social media i am at gump and i'm at a bacon party we thank you again for joining us for this episode and we will see you in the next one